Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The baseball game is over. It's time for the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show with Tim Allen on The Fan. It is a final, the game in the series, and it, uh, yeah, it's not good. The results weren't good tonight. Uh, Twins return the favor, a little bit of a runaway late in this one. 7-1 the final. Welcome, everybody. Baby Shade and Blind postgame show. Tim Allen after a, uh, I don't even know if you can call this disheartening, just more inconsistent than any, anything else, and maybe not even surprising, I mean, that's, that might be the way to look at it as well. Uh, but I'm hanging in there with this team. At 11 and 12, I'm in there. I'm just wondering if, if you guys are as, as big-time Brewers fans. You listen to the show, you're a huge Brewer fan. You're probably still in it. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but into it, I should say, and hanging with them, as they say, hang with them. Uh, I, and I'm going to do just that. Because uh, the, this current road trip, uh, ten gamer sits at four and three with three to play in Pittsburgh starting tomorrow. So there's the there's a little bit of good news. Another uh, tidbit of good news is being right around five hundred at eleven and twelve now after this loss is going to put you in a position to you know, rattle off a little hot streak. And I'm not saying a big hot streak of winning seven or eight uh, consecutive games. Win four of five. How about that? Get on like a six of eight roll. Something like that. And then you're right there. So I clearly, guys, yeah, the fan part of me, always hang with them. But really, the the season part of it, the baseball part of this, is is making me hang in there. It is. We don't know what's going to happen. Guys, you don't know that there's, there's, there's numbers that are amazing all over the league. And so the Brewers are no exception to that. And they fall in this one 7-1. to one. Now, uh, really a stretch of games here that I've been really focused on and, and quite fascinated with, uh, maybe at nauseum. I mean, honestly, I continue to talk about it, but it has ended. The Twins-Cubs-Twins 10-game run. Probably the toughest 10-game run that they're going to have all year long. Sam Sam Schmitz is here uh, producing the show. Sammy, if you want to take a look at the remainder of the Brewers' schedule, see if you can point out a tougher 10-game stretch. Gotcha. Okay? Just, just check that out. If it gets any tougher than Twins, Cubs, Twins in a 10-game stretch, I'll be surprised. And in that 10-game stretch, guys, here's one of the reasons why you should hang with them. They're 5-5 five and five throughout all of that. Throughout all of the near no hitters, and I say all of them because four times in that stretch, they've been uh, set up uh, nine up, nine down. Four of the ten games. Now that's just that's tough. That I mean that's that's super tough. So I'm gonna hang in there with them. Big day uh, in Wisconsin sports as well. The Bucks. Good to see uh, that uh, the Bucks and Giannis bounce back with a. Uh, with a game today that they really needed and look sharp and look good and everything's all merry in uh, in Buckland. But, uh, Sammy, you got one. Maybe there's a 10-game stretch that's that's as difficult or more than Twins-Cubs-Twins. This is this is really the closest it gets. Is uh, September 4th, we start a three-game series against the in, uh, Cleveland Indians. And then in between that, we have a two-game series against the Tigers. But right after the Tigers, we have another three-game series with the Cubs. So that's really the closest I could find it. 
Otherwise, yeah. like, you know, at the end of the season, we got a series with the Reds and the Cardinals. Yeah, and that might be tough depending on how this thing shakes out a little bit. We, we don't know. The Cardinals still trying to feel their way around after, you know, being down for a while. But, you know, again, that, that to me, that doesn't scream that that's, that's a gauntlet. That's a murderer's row for 10, 10 consecutive games. That is the reason to stay in there with this team. You want to react not only to this baseball game, uh, but also if you're hanging with them throughout to now an 11 and 12 mark, 23 games in the books, guys. And I'm, I'm going to hang with them as bad as this offense can look at times. And certainly again tonight, they did the same thing. We go back to the first inning. Both teams go three up, three down. Same thing in the second inning. Woody hanging in there. Woody toe-to-toe as uh, the game moves to the third. Brewers go three up, three down. They do uh, hit up Woody in the bottom of the third inning. One-out triple, then an RBI base hit by Ryan Jeffers making his major league debut. Had a nice night tonight. One zip. Brewers just a two-out walk by Keston Hira. That's in the fourth inning. That's their first base runner. No runs. They're getting no hit through four innings of work tonight pressure by the twins with one out uh base hit by rosario a double by sano uh we can maybe play the uh the highlight a little bit later on uh they uh they hose the runner at the plate rosario on a double uh sogard with a nice play into the into the uh, screen to end that fourth inning so it's just one zip right there brewers break up the no hitter in the fifth inning it was a one-out base hit, so they got no hit through four and a third tonight. Someone's going to haul off and get them. I mean, one of these times, they don't look out. Eric Sogard breaks up the no-hitter. And, and really, uh, I checked with, uh, with, with the stat machines. It's the first time in Major League Baseball history that in the same series, the same player breaks up a no-hitter from the fifth inning on. I absolutely 100% just made that up. But it wouldn't surprise me if someone came up with that stat. Uh, bottom of the fifth inning, just the one hit for the Brewers in the top half. Woody, all sorts of trouble in the bottom of the fifth inning. Guys, he, this was eerie to me. Sam, I don't know if you remember the Cub game. Last time Woody pitched against the Chicago Cubs. He gets the first out in the fifth inning, and six consecutive men reach. First time in his career that that has occurred. Here tonight, after one out, three consecutive base hits. And I'm like, whoa, wait a second. Brandon Woodruff, what happens to you with one out in the fifth inning in consecutive outings here? Uh, Cruz hits into an inning-ending double play, and he gets out of that. So he's just barely hanging on there. Uh, May have been a turning point in this game. Certainly wasn't, as it turned out. Brewers, one, two, three in the sixth inning. Ouch. Just frustrating. It, it really is. It's just a one-zip game. Woody into some trouble in the bottom of the sixth inning. First two reach on base hits. And to that point, Brandon Woodruff has given up 10 base hits. And I'm not going to say uh, that the Twins earned every single one of those 10 base hits. I mean, Woody was, he was, he was getting ground balls, and ground balls were fine in holes. But nonetheless, it's 10 base hits. And just the one run, Council has seen enough right there. Uh, Five-plus innings of work. Freddie Peralta summoned from the bullpen, and uh, he ends up giving up um, uh, an infield single. What else is new here in 2020? Bases loaded, nobody out. On the fringe, it's a one-zip game. Huge strikeout right there, keeping the crew in the game, but then a sacrifice fly loosens things up a little bit in the ball game. Twins take a two-zip lead and uh, then gets a pop-up to end that inning. They minimize the damage. Woody going five and a third of 10-hit two-run baseball. That 10-hit number, that one really jumps out at you. But again, you know, he made the pitches when he had to. Five and a third, just two runs given up. Things could have been a lot worse for the Brewers' ace. Brewers into it, into the seventh inning. Here's uh, our lone highlight of the night. In the seventh inning, Brewers down 2-1, to one, and Justin Smoke cuts that lead in half. 
And Smoke sends one the other way. He hit it well. Rosario back at the wall. It's gone. And the Brewers are on the board as Justin Smoke goes opposite field. And it's a one-run game here at Target Field. Yeah, just a different look. Anybody other than Barrios. I mean, Barrios was unbelievable tonight. Yeah, and, and right there, guys, it, it it's a game. It's the seventh inning, a two-to-one ball game, and you're thinking about how the Brewers are going to muster up a couple of runs and get their guns in there in the bullpen and grab this thing. Uh, it was just a third base runner for the Brewers at that, at that point uh, in the ball game in the seventh inning. Peralta, yeah, he got in trouble in the seventh inning, a base hit, a strikeout. And Nelson Cruz, they've been doing a decent job uh, against Nelson Cruz throughout the series here, but he gives the Twins now a 4-1 to lead uh, with a two-run home run. Uh, Brewers get their fourth base runner on a base hit by Orlando Arcio with two outs in the eighth inning. Nothing doing after that. Into the bottom of the eighth inning, an angel or Angel Patadomo uh, he gets himself into tr- more trouble again. I, I think uh, Angel Perdomo has earned his way uh, to a free trip to Appleton. I'm thinking either a uh, Jake Faria, possibly a long shot Zach Brown, uh, but probable would be J.P. Fireisen recalled. That's that's what I'm thinking because Perdomo, all sorts of the good news for Perdomo, he did strike out the side in the bottom of the eighth inning. So you always start with the positive. However, gives up two walks, a hit batter. There's an error by Sogard in the inning and one hit. But the problem, three runs later at 7-1 to into the ninth inning. Uh, Yelly and uh, Keston Hero with uh, base hits in that ninth inning to set the table, but a double play and then a fly out ends the ball game. There's your final 7-1. to uh, turning point in this game, I really believe it's the Nelson Cruz two-run home run. Great Lakes Dragway turning point brought to you by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway for track rental and event information, greatlakesdragway.com. Are you hanging with this baseball team this year? As by virtue of the fact that you're listening to this show, you're a big Brewers fan, you, most of you, big, big-time Brewers fans. Um, they're through the worst part of their schedule, guys, and that is the, the, the most positive part of all of this in an 11-12 and 12 start. I know there's some negatives. I know there's some uh, you know, concerns, obviously, with a couple of players. There's some concerns, obviously, overall with the, with the offense in general, and you saw the inconsistency again rear its ugly head today. Man, they were, they were world beaters yesterday offensively, and, and tonight... You know, again, I, I won't say near no hitter because it was busted up in the fifth, but you know what I'm saying, leaning that way. And again, if they don't if they don't improve things or at least get a little more consistent, they're going to get no hit at some point. 414-799-1250, Brewers fall in the third and final game of this three-game set, but the tough part is over. We're going to hear from Craig Council. Interested to hear what Brandon Woodruff is going to say after this one. He was hanging in there making pitches, getting ground balls, but they were just hits. And and they were stringing out hits, too. Ten hits. Five and a third innings pitch for uh, Woody. Should say four and a third. And uh, the Brewers uh, fall in this one. Seven to one. Baby Shade and Blind postgame show. Tim Allen after the Brewers' loss here on The Fan. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time for the Gene Wagner Plumbing Are You Kidding Me? moment of the game on the fan. Gene Wagner Plumbing, celebrating over 50 years in business. For any residential, commercial, or industrial plumbing needs, go to genewagnerplumbing.com. Are you kidding me? Moment of the game with Gene Wagner Plumbing, a 7-1 Brewers loss. I think when you look at the line score in this, just the five hits, two of those when the game was out of hand in the ninth inning, I think it, it's just as as much as we're sort of um, we're used to this, and I hate saying that, we're used to this, this volatility of the offense being a roller coaster ride is really what's going on. Uh, we we shouldn't be, but we just look at it and, and it's like, uh, geez, five hits, that's it? Are you kidding me? Moment is that in a 7-1 loss, just the one run, and that was on a uh, Justin Smokes solo home run in the seventh inning. Um, 
Woodruff, I think the final line is five-plus innings of work and the two runs given up. So, you know, again, it could be a lot worse for Woodruff. We're going to hear from Brandon Woodruff uh, coming up in just a little while. But are you guys hanging with this Brewers baseball team this year? I implore and proclaim that the toughest part of the schedule is over. I'm not going to tell you that the Brewers are as good as the Cubs and Twins or are playing as good as the Cubs and Twins. But I will say you, uh, this to you, in the in the 10 games against those two teams, this baseball team, for as bad as they've looked at times, guys, they ended that run with a 5-5 five and five mark. It's, I mean, you can't argue with that. And I, I will also uh, do, do a tip-in on this, that I think if you were uh, the Dodgers, I think if you were the Cleveland Indians, even the Minnesota Twins and Cubs themselves, if they play five against or ten games against the Twins, Cubs, and Twins, I'm not sure how much better they would have come out against this same schedule. And the Brewers ended up 5-5 five and five with a chance here tonight, really late in the game in this game. Again, I'm trying to stay as positive as I can because I believe this. Again, a chance to steal this thing and end up 6-4 and four in that 10-game run. That's how close they were. One crooked number, 5th, 6th, 7th, or 8th inning. They get the crooked number, man. They probably go 6-4 and four in this run. I'm certainly hanging with them. 414-799-1250. To my buddy in Minnesota, not a Twins fan. His name is Aaron. Aaron, you're on the Baby Shade and Blind postgame show. Boy, did I take a beating tonight. <laughs> Why every, is that? Every single Twins fan was texting me, telling me, look what's going on, another no-hitter into the sixth inning. <laughs> but you know what, Tim? Guess what? We got, we got a guy that's named Sogard, a guy that's been left on the heap. He comes up and breaks it up again, and and what, three games, breaks it up again, and all of a sudden he's breaks the no hitter, and there it is. But see see how low is, we've fallen here. See how Aaron, I'll keep you here. But see how low we've fallen. We're we're excited about a dude breaking up a no hitter. I mean, come on. How many beers have you had tonight, Aaron? Well, we've had ten. Well, okay, I, ten. I had a whole, I had a whole game to listen to, but I finally got to watch a game for the first time tonight, and uh, and I just got to watch. <laughs> some brewers, you know, do some hitting. At a baby. Or, no, well, you I didn't see him do hitting tonight. No, you no, didn't. No, no hitting, but I got to see some pitching. I, I okay, I'll that, give you that. I, Outside I of hope. Angel Perdomo, I mean, you, you didn't, you didn't see. Uh, you, you, you saw some pitching. Yeah, Freddie Peralta, hey, you hung a curveball, and Nelson Cruz, that dude's going to get you. So, Aaron, I got to go. I got to go. We got some things to get to. So he had about one, one beer. Uh, per inning tonight. Well, that's a good way to cope, a good coping mechanism for, for what ails you, and that is the Brewers' offense. I I am. Sam, am, am I a little t- way too positive here when, when, I, when I justify hanging with this team for a postseason berth by saying that they're 5-5 five and five through the toughest part of, of their schedule here through 10 games? I mean, I give you props with how positive you've been throughout this whole season because that first week or so with the offensive performance, a lot of people were tuning out. But, you know, no, nobody knows what to expect in this 60-game season, man. One week you can, you know, be on a 10-game winning streak. The next, you you know, you can lose four. So it, nobody really knows what's going to happen this year. This baseball team goes into Pittsburgh over the weekend, and, and I'm not saying that uh, you know Pittsburgh's going to roll over and, and the Brewers are going to come out of there with a sweep because Pittsburgh's always been a little bit of a, I shouldn't say always, but they've been a thorn in the side uh, of the Brewers. And um, But, hey, how different will it look on Monday if the Brewers you know take two of three, they're right back to 500, or you know possibly sweep that series? And there are a couple of games over 500. I mean, that's see, that's how close this is right now. This is not 
a throwaway situation for the Brewers this season. It's not. It's not. I, I, I just I, I won't believe that, um, especially this year. You've got the clock ticking here for sure. But they're right at the 500 mark. A good week of baseball, a good, like Sam said, a good week or a week and a half of baseball, you will have an entirely different outlook on this thing, without question. 23 games in the books now after a Brewers 7-1 to loss. They're now 11-12. and I'm sorry, Sam. Where, where do you want to go here? Hey, Caleb, you're in Waukesha, and now you're on the fan. What's up? Hey, Timmy. Holy smokes, did that guy have more beers than me tonight. And I, <laughs> no I played, I played uh, men's league softball, so <laughs> props to him. But I'm hoping, I'm hoping that the Brewers start like my softball team did. We slumped early made it through the rough part of our schedule. We took home the championship tonight. So, hey, there you go. Brewers, Congrats. Nice. Brewers 2020 championship season. Here we go. Let's let's take these easy games and let's let's make the season. 60 games or not. Let's no, go. but it, am I am I off that off base to say that you we can't judge this team necessarily with that competition they've had in the last 10 games. No, absolutely not. I mean, I agree with you 100% that this is by far one of the toughest stretches that we face especially in this type of season it's only 60 games the first 20 matter obviously just like the last 20 but we we played look at look at who we played and we came up five and five i mean i'll take that all day every day twice on sunday yep yep no doubt caleb thanks congrats on the softball thing i know uh i know you guys get into it when you look at the schedule okay look at look at the lay of the land look at look at the geography here these 10 games, Twins, Cubs, Twins, you also had a, another three-game set against the Cubs. So we're at 13 games. You had four games against a pretty decent Chicago White Sox team. I mean, there's, there's what, 17 games right there, guys. Am I missing someone else? They had the Pirates in there. There's 20, and I may, may be missing one series. 17 of your 23 games against the White Sox, Cubs, and Twins. You also had a series against the Reds in there. Let's make it 20 games. They're an okay team. That's been your schedule 20 of 23 games. And you're right around 500? Yeah, treading water a little bit. I get that. And again, we all want a monstrosity. We all want to take it off the sheet and get, get on 12-game uh, winning streaks and eat free burgers. I get that. But that's not the reality here. I think they're holding their own through 23 games and that schedule. We're going to hear from Brandon Woodruff coming up, Craig Council on the way as well, and are you hanging with the team? Is based on that justification, or am I just being too much of a cheerleader here tonight? 799-1250. Baby Shade and Blind postgame show. Brewers fall 7-1. They lose the game and the series to the Twins. But the road trip continues. A 4-3 mark. Three to play in Pittsburgh before they come on back home on Monday. We'll be back on The Fan. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time to go inside the clubhouse to hear what the players are saying after today's game on The Fan. It's brought to you by Windows Select. Right now, buy one and get one free. Plus, no payments until 2021. Call Windows Select today at 262-703-3500. Did I just hear that, that Rami Makhlouf is back on the fan tomorrow? I think I did. No, I knew that. But I, I, just another reminder, programming note. Rami Makhlouf in at 10 tomorrow for Bill Michaels, and uh, he's back on the fan uh, I'll be talking with him at 10.35, some Brewers baseball, regular weekly uh, hit on the Bill Michaels show. So welcome back, Rami, and uh, he'll be talking Brewers baseball, Bucks basketball, Packers football, as uh, as he is welcome back into the uh, Milwaukee market. Brewers tonight, they fall in game three of this three-game set, 7-1 to the final. You know, i got to give uh, Justin Smoke the Chevy MVB tonight. I mean, that's your lone run right there, a solo shot, his third on the year. Chevy MVB brought to you by Chevy. Check out the new 2020 Chevy Silverado at your local Chevy dealers or at WisconsinDrivesChevy.com. 
You thought I was going to give it to Brandon Woodruff, didn't you? And no, five-plus innings of work, ten hits. A couple of runs, though. Dude had a way of minimizing the damage, but uh, Woody, um, not getting pounded on this year, but certainly probably not pitching where he wants to be. Here's uh, here's Brandon Woodruff after the game. Brandon, you really had to battle through uh, the fourth and fifth innings. Um, how, did that take something out of you? You had to work hard to keep them off the board this time. You got some really good plays from your defense. Yeah, um, it's these last few few outings have been tough. Um, I haven't quite gotten to the point where I'm, I'm making it hard on myself, I guess. Um, they're, they're finding hits. It's, you know, credit to them. That's a good hitting ball club. Um, and I feel like I'm, I'm bringing it upon myself, but I'm, but I'm making pitches, I guess, when I need to. So, uh, kind of work out of that jam there in the fourth and the fifth, uh, you know, Brock, they had, and RC had that good relay there to, you know, get the runner at home. So, um, that was a big boost, but, um, I don't know. I just I feel like I'm I'm hurting myself. I get myself in the, in this trouble, and and because um, this was another night where it could have been, you know, getting through the sixth and hopefully into the seventh, and I'm just not doing it. And it's getting you know for me it's getting pretty frustrating. Um, and but yeah, I know I just gotta you know, the shortened season makes everything seem you know a little more magnified. Um, but we still got some time left and and uh, hopefully can get, get back on a roll and, and, and get back to the pitcher I know I am. Brandon, how much of it do you think is, um, you know, you maybe not executing in some of those situations yeah. like you're suggesting? And how much is just facing the Cubs and the Twins in the last two games, two of the better offenses in baseball? Um, I look at it like I know, I'm a, I know I'm a pretty good pitcher, so uh, I know I got that going for me. But also you have to realize that, one, this game's hard, yes, and the last two teams I've faced have been, uh, you know, tough lineups. So, um, but that that's not going to, you know, I look at it like, I, should, you know, I, I want to go out there and dominate every time out. And, um, you know, reality is that's probably not going to happen. But if, you know, I give the team a chance to win when I come out of the game, that's ultimately that's the starter's job. But um, out of these six starts, I feel like there's been one start where I've, been the pitcher I want to be, um, and but you know credit our you know we've we've played well. We just it was a hard fought game. They that's a tough team. They're a good team. So um, I'm not sure if we play them anymore or not. But um, I think we're done with them. But um, yeah, so get them out of the way, move on, and and you know hopefully get on a good roll here. And you know we we say it every year. It's it feels like it's it comes to the point where we need to start playing some good baseball. And I think we'll. We're on the verge of it, so um, you know it's just a, it's a different year. So, hey, Brandon, has the um, has the off has the lack of offense affected you at all? I mean, it just feels like every time out there, you're you have like little margin for error. Um, no, that doesn't take away from what I'm trying to do. Uh, my job is to go out and put zeros up on the board, and um, you know whether we score or not, that's I, I can't control that. So. Um, you know, that it's, you know, we can sit here and talk, talk, this game's hard, man. This game is just, it's a hard game. Um, you're facing the best hitters, the best pitchers in the world. Um, and you know, sometimes it just doesn't go your way. So that's, that's how you have to look at it. But the main thing is just, uh, putting the work in, in between each outing and, and, uh, and for the hitters just to come in every day and, and, um, you know, consistently try to keep working to, to, you know, get through these, these days. I mean, it's, it's tough. So, um, only thing we can do is keep working, but no, it doesn't change my mentality. All my, my job is to go out and put zeros up and, um, that's how I look at it. Woody, you said of the six, you're, you're pleased with, with one of them overall. How, how close have you felt these last two starts to being where you want to be? Um, not, 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 not as close as I want to be. Um, that's, you know, I, I'm, and I realized last year I went through this, that first month, a little over a month where I thought 
I was throwing the ball well, but wasn't getting results. And now I feel like I'm not throwing the ball well, but I'm semi getting some results. So it's, it's, it's tough. Um, you know, obviously with the shortened season, everything's a little more magnified. We're, you know, not as many starts and as, you know, a full season. So, um, you know, for me, it's just, I got to get out. I just got to keep putting the work in, um, and get to that point where I did last year, where I, I got on a good roll and it was running through some innings. I feel like I'm there. I'm, I'm getting close, but just not quite, uh, doing it. You know, I'm kind of hurting myself in a way and get myself in some trouble and kind of running me out of games. So, um, I need to do a little bit better job of, you know, getting some quicker outs. Brandon, maybe it's it's being too simplistic, but for you, is it more of a a mechanics type thing, or is it more of an execution thing, or is it still something you're trying to figure out? Um, I think it's more of just executing. I mean, that, that's what it comes down to. Um, if you execute more times than not, um, good things are going to happen. And it's cliche to say, but uh, taking a pitch to pitch. Um, it's, it's very hard to do, but if you can really, really focus on each and every pitch, then uh, you look up and, you know, you've had a good game. So um, I think that's – it's nothing mechanical. Just I think it's coming down to a little bit of, you know, execution part on my end. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time for the current electric spark of the game during today's game on The Fan. Go to callcurrent.com for your superhero electricians. Yeah, the spark of the game in this one, a 7-1 Brewers loss. You got to go to the one. That was the seventh inning, and that was Justin Smoke. And Smoke sends one the other way. He hit it well. Rosario back at the wall. It's gone. And the Brewers are on the board as Justin Smoke goes opposite field. And it's a one-run game here at Target Field. Yeah, just a different look. Anybody other than Barrios. I mean, Barrios was unbelievable tonight. Touchdown Wisconsin getting a little excited there. Matt LaPay and Bill Schroeder on Fox Sports Wisconsin. Going back to what Brandon Woodruff said, it's, it's exactly what we were talking about prior to hearing from Woody. And that is, you know, he points out that his last two starts, those are good lineups. Those are... You know, you're pitching against some of the best best guys in the world. And the game is tough a little bit. And when you go back and you look at what he did in both the Chicago uh, outing and then this one tonight, it's not completely sideways where he blows up for four, five, six, seven runs. Minimize the, minimizes damage. And, and that's what, what should indicate to you how good Brandon Woodruff is. He's still young in terms of experience. If this is the worst it gets for him, you know what you have here. Guys, you know what you have here. I mean, this isn't a Braden Looper blowing up in the third inning. This isn't Eric Lauer giving up a six-pack in the second. I mean, this is a dude that's making big pitches against tough, tough lineups, minimizing it to the point where he goes five-plus or into the sixth with a couple of runs given up. That's how good this guy is. That's the way we have to look at it because that's those are the facts. Brewers in their last 10 games, they're 5-5 five and five against two of the best teams in all of baseball. That tells you you can't give up on them. At least I'm not. Where, I'm, so where this Brewer fan is sitting, there ain't no chance that I'm giving up on them. The offense, hey, they, we all know they, they've got to do a little bit better. Now, do you get a little bit fatter? Uh, heading into Pittsburgh, I don't know. It's baseball. You should take two of three in this series. Is that so crazy to even say when we're talking about this offense? I don't think so. I don't think so. 414-799-1250. Brewers do fall in this third and final game of the series. Road trip continues. Now, the road trip itself is seven games in. I, I keep talking about the last ten. But the road trip itself is four and three, and three to play in a 10-game road trip uh, to uh, to Pittsburgh in the final three here. Home and road splits in baseball, it doesn't appear there's a home field advantage in either direction. Uh, last season, the home teams won a uh, little over 56% of games, so you clearly had a home field advantage. This year, so far, through a third mark, 
50.6 is the home field advantage. So really no home field advantage here during pandemic baseball. But the Brewers, uh, they will hit the road uh, into Pittsburgh tomorrow. Craig Council is going to sum up this game in the series. We'll hear from the Brewers manager up next, Tim Allen, on the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. Brewers fall tonight, 7-1 the final. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. Let's get the scoop from the skipper on today's game on the fan. You know, I do tend to stay positive uh, most times. I would say 75% of the time. Uh, Brewers lose uh, 7-1. Welcome back, Baby Shade and Blind postgame show. Sam, would you believe uh, that to be true, that about 75% of the time, fairly positive here? Uh, for you, I'd say it's like more like 80, 80 to <laughs> 95 or something. <laughs> okay. I, I, uh, there's oftentimes I will... Uh, I, I will, you know, nutshell this thing, and and like in these last ten games, stiff competition, and you, know, you come out with a five and five mark. Yeah, it's a little bit kissing your sister a little bit. I'm going to guess that, and I don't know if he'll vocalize this at all. We're going to hear from Craig Council in just a second here. I have not heard this yet, but I'll bet you uh, internally, if not externally, that Craig Council is a little relieved to get through this stretch because. I know I am from a fan standpoint, and the reality is um, they haven't been playing their best baseball, yet they still came out of it 5-5. Five and five. Hey, mark of a good team, you don't play your best ball in any sport. You don't play your best ball, and you still hold your own and win. And they've been, you know what? They've been doing that, winning as, losing as much as they've been winning, granted, in the last 10 games. But you're not playing your best baseball, and you're still competitive against those guys. And those guys, I'm, I'm talking about the Cubs and Twins. Two of the better teams in baseball. I think we can all agree on that. Would that be a fair statement? Sam, again, I just go to you as the barometer. Yeah, yeah I'd say it's fair. <laughs> okay. I'm just making sure I'm not, I'm not stepping out of bounds because I can see Bart saying, Tim's celebrating a 7-1 to Brewers loss last night on the postgame show. You want to get more Brewers conversation, certainly Bucks conversation as well. It's tomorrow morning with Bart Winkler, that's for sure. Well, let's hear if uh, Craig Council is a little bit relieved to be through this stretch a little bit, or am I way off base and he's not pleased with a 7-1 to loss? Let's check it out. Here's Counts. Craig, uh, did you think Barrios uh, was that good tonight, or is it sometimes hard to tell? Uh, the early innings have been so hard you know, for your offense to get going, and especially of late. Um, I thought he was pretty good. I thought his, uh, he threw, you know, he's, he's up to this point. He had kind of been out of the zone a lot, more walks than usual. I thought he did a really good job with his, his breaking ball today. It was just in the zone, um, way more than we had kind of seen on video. So he did, he did a really nice job with his breaking ball. Just, um, and you strike breaking balls early in the count, getting back in counts. I thought that was, that's why he was good tonight. Craig, do you think uh, playing from behind weighs on an offense? Are we that – is this stretch significant enough that that, that could be happening? No. I mean, I, I don't – that's not on the offense. I mean, it's not playing from play. – no, I don't, I, don't, I don't think it's playing on the offense. I think that's the offense's job not to play from behind. Craig, though. The last few starts for Woody, he's had like two or three great innings, and then fourth or fifth has bogged down a little bit. What are you seeing from him? He's said he hasn't been happy with the you know execution of his pitches, but he's been starting off really well in his starts, and then having trouble in the middle of them. Yeah, I mean, I thought, I mean, I thought the fifth inning, I thought he made some pitches. Um, you know, there was some ground balls and a ball off the end changeup. Um, for the hit. So I, I, I thought the fifth was good. Um, you know, the walk to Sano at the end, you know, I, I, that's, that's an at bat to me that, um, you know, he, he's got to do better than at that, that, that particular at bat. But, um, you know, the, I mean, that would have been, I, I thought he had a legit real good chance to get through six today in, in pretty good shape. Um, he did give up a, some hits today more than, more than usual. Um, I mean, I thought he pitched well. Craig, the defense really helped him out in that um, 
beginning with where Holt and Arcia teamed up on the relay, and then Silgard makes the nice play. Yeah, um, just you know, the pitching and yeah. defense sort of kept this close. Yeah, we we played we played really good defense tonight. I, I thought the 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 play by um, you know the throw by Ar- Brock and Arcia was was as good as it gets as far as turning that ball around from 370 feet. Um, that was be- beautiful, beautifully done. So. And we had a nice double play. Cruz, uh, RC turned a nice double play with with Keston. That was a that was a big play. Um, so we we you know up till the ninth inning, obviously played played defense that kept us in the game and, and made some real nice plays. Craig, Freddie, too. Yeah, obviously you're trying not to use another pitcher after Perdomo. Was it? getting tough to watch there for a while. I mean, there's an error in too. Is he yeah, throwing mean, enough strikes for you to stay up, for him to stay up here? Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, he, he's got to throw more strikes to be successful. There's no question. I mean, you see, you know, you also see three strikeouts. The ball split and play are not, have not been squared up. So he's, he's doing some good things, but I, I think we all know he's, he's going to have to throw more strikes. I don't think there's any question about that. Um, but there's there's some things to like too. Um, you know, the, the ball's not being hit hard when it's being hit, and he's striking people out. So we just we got to get him in the zone a little more. Um, uh, otherwise, you're gonna you put yourself, you know, at at the fortune of like a, a ball that Polanco hit and costing you a bunch of runs. Craig Freddie came into a tough spot again, second straight outing. Um, what do you like about what he's doing? Sort of, sort of an unfamiliar spot for him, right? Um, I mean, I, I I like Freddie in those spots when there's a lot on the line right away and gets him gets him kind of into the game right away. Um, and he and he's he's got strikeout ability, so I think guys with strikeout ability are great for for with men on, men on base. So, um, I, don't know, I think Freddie did pitched well. He he made a mistake to Nelson Cruz, just just kind of a lazy breaking ball first pitch, but. And and a really good hitter that's that's done that to a lot of people did it to, did it to Freddie unfortunately but um, I mean I think he he's going to continue to be a guy that we're going to use in spots like that. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind Post Game Show. It's time to dive into the box score for today's game on the Fan. Brought to you by the Laborers International Union Local One Thirteen. Feel the power on the web at liuna one one three dot org. Yeah, most of the content there from Craig Council uh, was about this particular game, so we don't really glean anything about a uh, stretch of games against some heavy competition in which you come out of it uh, at 5-5 five and five through the last 10 games. I, uh, I'm a little more excited about that than, uh, than Craig Council might be, but uh, we'll see. Maybe, uh, maybe we'll get some information on that uh, in tomorrow's pregame with the on deck show at 5:30 here on the fan, but uh, we'll go inside the box here. A Brewers seven to one loss to lose the game in the series uh, up there at Target and Sam Schmitz. And just a little curveball here. Since we're all in the the same sports family here, here at the Pick and Save Pro Hoops post game show just a little while ago with a big Bucks victory. Instead of this, you know, five hit attack for the Brewers offense and running through numbers like that. Let's go with the happy numbers. Let's go with the yeah. Bucks box score. Yeah, the box score is so nice. You had to read it twice tonight. All right. <laughs> Bucks even up the series, 111 to 96 against the Orlando Magic tonight. Uh Giannis Adetokounmpo, 28 points, 20 rebounds and five assists as well. He did have four fouls tonight, but he still managed to weather the storm. Chris Middleton kind of a no-show tonight. Only two points, six assists, and five rebounds. Wow. He was one for eight, 0 for four from beyond the arc. The good news is Brooke Lopez continues to stay hot in the bubble. He had 20 points as well as three rebounds. And last but not least for the Bucks, we will touch on Eric Bledsoe. He had 13 points, kind of getting his legs back underneath him. Six for 12, but 0 for three from beyond the arc. Unfortunately, the Bucks were not able to contain Nikola Vucevic again. He had 32 points, 13 from 23 from the floor, and two for eight from beyond the arc with 10 rebounds as well. So he had a double-double. Yeah, the uh, Bucks do even up their playoff series at a game apiece. A much-needed victory for the Bucks. Uh, Brewers, on the other hand, they fall 7-1. to So one note on that uh, Bucks game. I don't know, I'm sure Sparky talked about that. We'll hear more Bucks conversation tomorrow here on The Fan, but... 
the the little I did, uh, you know, I'm knee deep here in a, in a in a ball game with the Brewers, but I did follow the Bucks game as well. I, did it appear that Giannis was just getting they were getting super physical on him and and they were he was getting mauled most of the night is that still the case i don't know if you noticed that sam did yeah you? definitely in the second half he even alluded it in the post game press i heard a little bit he's like you know i i i hate the wall i obviously want to play one on one any nba player to want to play one on one it's just i don't get it he he sees the wall but yet he's still just trying to go head first into it into three guys yeah, so, well, big win for the Bucks, A uh, a loss for the Brewers here, 7-1. to one. Again, as I said, they lose the game in the series. Uh, go back at it uh, as the uh, road trip continues tomorrow in Pittsburgh. But a couple of more notes to get to a- after the break here. Uh, Brewers offense needs to just a- at least get some sort of baseline going. And I wonder if it's a lineup situation. Just circumstances that are prevailing here for a roller coaster of an offense, or what it can be. It's still the it's still the story of the year for the Milwaukee Brewers this year. It really is inconsistent offense, and they know it. Uh, they all know it. That you know, and and we know too that they're going to have some hot streaks. So we'll see. We'll take a break. If you guys want to jump in here, I'll make room for you. Four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. Baby Shade and Blind post game show after a Brewers seven to one loss here on the fan. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show, and it's time to check the Major League scoreboard on the fan. All right, we know the uh, outcome of this one, 7-1 the final as the Brewers fall in game three of this three-game set. Um, Brandon Woodruff, and and again, I'll go back to uh, Woody. Uh, If this is the worst that he gets on a regular basis while he figures this uh, out a little bit, to take that next step... We know there's some ceiling left with Woody, and if this is if this is what it is, where he's not uh, as sharp, you you look at stud pitchers all around baseball, and, and they find ways to minimize the damage. They do, and I and I think that's the last one of the last pieces for uh, Brandon Woodruff to figure out in his career is that uh, you know you don't have your best stuff, but you're still going to compete. And for the most part, he's been doing that. But he even said just a few moments ago that you know, it, uh, his last two starts uh, against some good offenses. And he's held his own, that, that's for sure. All right, Sam Schmitz, uh, I guess they got a good one going, uh, Reds and Cardinals, as we take a look at the uh, scoreboard. Yeah, currently right now, Cardinals literally just tied it up before we came back from commercial break. They have runners on second and third, currently bottom of the ninth, still no outs. Rookie Dylan Carlson, Cardinals' top prospect, who just got called up this week, is up against Rastillo Iglesias, currently 3-2 count. Not a whole lot happening else in this game. Freddie Galvis had a home run for the Cincinnati Reds, and Adam Wainwright went seven innings of two-earned run ball in racking up six strikeouts, or four strikeouts to check it. Sonny Gray was also on the mound for Cincinnati. He went six innings tonight, allowing two-earned runs and recording six strikeouts as well. Tim, this should make you good, uh, feel good heading into Pittsburgh tonight. Cleveland completed the three-game sweep against the Pirates tonight. Final score tonight, 2-0 okay. Cleveland. AL Cy Young contender Shane Bieber moves to 5-0 and this season after six scoreless innings, only allowing six hits and racking up 11 strikeouts in the process. Trevor Williams was charged with the loss tonight. He is 1-4 for Pittsburgh. Uh, Indians reliever Brad Hand earns his seventh save of the season as well. The Pirates now fall to 4-17. and Chicago Cubs have the night off. They will begin a three-game series with the White Sox tomorrow. John Lester will match up against Dallas Keuchel in that one for Game 1. And finally, some national news. As you heard probably in the on-deck show, the New York Mets have the postponed their game tonight against the Miami Marlins after one positive test for a player and one positive test for a staff member as well. Okay, so we'll, we'll keep our eyes on that uh, as well. That, that, uh, going back to that Reds-Cardinals game, uh, you said Sonny Gray started that thing? Yeah, for you, the Reds. Okay, so, right. So, so if you look at uh, you know today's what Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, then he's going to pitch against the Crew in the next series when the Brewers get back home from Pittsburgh. Oh, that should be fun. So that's yeah. So that's that's one of them. But what they, are they do? got to him. They got to him last time. Yeah, I mean but, they did. I mean, if this stretch keeps up, he's probably going to carry a no hitter through like five and two thirds <laughs> of an inning or something. <laughs> that's true. 
uh, Brewers better watch it on this no-hit stuff because uh, it's a little tiresome seeing these guys go, you know, six up, six down, nine up, nine down. What what was tonight? You know, they, they didn't get a hit until, uh, what, uh, 13 outs? Something like that? I want to say like the sixth inning, fifth or sixth inning that Sogar top, got that top hit. Of the, yeah, top of the fifth inning. So I think it was 12 up, 12 down. Uh, they better be careful because someone's going to haul off and do it. Uh, hopefully, uh, Pittsburgh is uh, what's going to cure this little offensive roller coaster. Adrian Hauser on the hill uh, against Chad Cool. The Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on deck show gets underway at 5.30 tomorrow. And then after the last pitch, you make the switch right here. Baby Shade and Blind postgame show. Bart Winkler. Going to be bookending the day's broadcast tomorrow. He starts with the morning show, and he's going to end with this show right here. I'm going to take a night off and go do my thing, and then uh, you're you're going to be with him tomorrow night, right? Oh yeah, it should be fun. Okay, I expect a full report on Bart tomorrow or uh, Saturday when we're back together. All right, Sam. All right, sounds good. Don't <laughs> don't let him get too sideways on us. All right. Well, it depends on how the game goes. If, if we get another no hitter performance, it could get ugly. Chad Cool no hits the crew. Oh, please don't. How about Adrian Hauser throws the second no hitter in Brewers franchise history? That sounds like a little bit better story, and hopefully that'll happen. But you guys have a great night for Sam Schmitz. My name is Tim Allen. Uh, enjoy the rest of your night. I'll see you Saturday. Bart will see you tomorrow. And remember, as always, despite the outcome tonight, smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.